Do you hear that? Yeah, that's hammering. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Ask Anything presented by Mojo Consulting. I'm your host, Angel Leon, Mojo's Director of Personnel. This week's episode is a very special episode because we are doing another Habitat for Humanity panel build in our Mosher corporate office. Mosher Consulting has partnered for many years with Habitat for Humanity and today we are coming together to help build a home for Lakeisha, who worked through Habitat for Humanity to make this dream become a reality. Similar to last year, we have several interviews for you today, short and sweet, where we bring in our Chief Administrative Officer, Paula Mosher, to talk to us about why Mosher Consulting does this type of event and how we partner with Habitat for Humanity every year. Then we speak with Amy and Mona from Habitat for Humanity about the process for obtaining a home through them. Then you'll hear from Lakeisha who explains to us how her process has gone and the feeling of finally seeing her dream come to life. Let's take a listen. Paul, it's great to have you with us again on Ask Anything on such a wonderful day. Once again, another Habitat for Humanity build here at Mosher. Tell us all about it. Thank you, Angel. Um, this is our eighth year of partnering with Habitat, but it's our seventh build because two years ago um, when we could not participate due to COVID. So um, last year, this was our first in-person event where we were all actually seeing each other again, that we hadn't seen each other for over a year, a lot of us. So this year, it's just, we've grown quite a bit and it's really nice to be able to have the whole group of Mosher come together again, along with a lot of outside resources. We've had a lot of people just kind of walk in that I know Habitat helps us to have some of those people come in. We also have um, Salvation Army, which we partner with, and they also have volunteers out there. And um, it's just an event where we are all able to do something a little different. At Mosher, we are computer IT, so we sit behind desks, we talk on phones, we're at the keyboard most of the time. So it's just nice to have a totally different way of being with other people, and we get to see who actually has the skills to swing a hammer and who doesn't. I was going to say, I've seen varying levels of comfort with a hammer out there. Yes, yes, and you know what is wonderful is they have a tiger team that um, they have, they're all in orange, which is great, and they will help you. So I learned how to, you step on both boards, you put the nail up when you're trying to drive it in, all of those things, and it does make it a whole lot easier when someone who is actually experienced helps you out there. But we love that we can um, do something out in the community that helps someone else, and Lakeisha, we are just super excited to help you. Thank you. So participation this year was, again, excellent. We had a lot of people from the company. As you mentioned, we had a lot of people from outside entities, Salvation Army, and even some people just showed up to want to help out. And that's exactly why we do these events at Mosher for our community to help out folks like Lakeisha and organizations like Habitat for Humanity. So moving on, we've got a couple of representatives from Habitat with us. We have Amy and Mona. Thank you very much for being with us today. And Amy, like last year, uh, you were here with us doing our episode last year, so we thank you for coming back. What can you tell us about Habitat's uh, vision and mission once again? Yeah, same as always, Habitat is here to bring people together in an effort to provide affordable housing and homeownership for the homebuyers that go through our program. Sharing a little bit about that, I think I shared last year as well, is that, you know, Lakeisha's out here, she's starting day one of her home build, but her homeownership journey started several years ago. Um, with an application 
uh, she showed us her, she had a need and affordability and a willingness to partner. And once she was approved through that application process, she spent hours doing financial classes led by Habitat and as well as homeownership maintenance classes. So, you know, we're making sure that we are providing an opportunity and uh, really educating our homeowners to make sure that they're going to uh, be able to be uh, successful in their home. Last year, I remember we talked a little bit about sweat equity and what that means for everybody that goes through the program. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so we do require that our homeowners do sweat equity. They are, like I'm saying, homeowners, and so they are going to take on a mortgage at the end of their build. It is a traditional mortgage, but Habitat is able to offer that at a low interest rate um, to make sure it stays cost efficient. And so we want to make sure that they're invested in that program and in their journey. And so they do ours, that's the financial classes. Um, so they graduate through that program, learn about spending and savings, and you know, just making sure they know things about taxes and uh, property, you know, taxes and mortgages and things like that. Just anything that we know that they're going to need, we want to be able to uh, set them up for that. They also do volunteer hours um, mm. before they ever get to their house. They work and do hours on other Habitat homes and projects, sometimes in our restore. But just, you know, like I said, making sure that they're making that commitment and understand what they're going to be, you know, involved in and signing up for because it is a life you know, mm -hmm. long journey. We want them to stay in there and pass it on to their family, and we want to make sure that they're prepared for that. Real quick, uh, would you mind describing the restore? Because uh, I, I think we mentioned it maybe last year, but I don't think we went into it in detail. Yeah. What is the restore? Yeah, the Habitat for Humanity restore is a retail outlet store. People can donate new, gently used building supplies, home goods, um, and then it is open to the public. Greater Indy Habitat, our affiliate specifically, operates four of those, one in every county that we operate, which is Hendricks, Marion, Hancock, and Hamilton County. Um, but it is just all of those funds go directly into the Habitat mission and help us to continue to build homes and help and partner with families like Lakeisha. Another great service from Habitat. And with us we have Mona, who is part of the Women Build piece of Habitat for Humanity. Mona, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. So what can you tell us about the Women Build piece of Habitat for Humanity? So the Women Build is a unique project within Habitat's projects uh, that they do every year. And three years ago, Women Build started building two homes every year. So the Women Build project is, is unique because it's a project that's fully funded by all of the women who participate in building the homes. It's not a corporate sponsorship. So it's a peer-to-peer -peer fundraising campaign where every woman who participates raises a minimum amount of money, and all of those monies go to the funding the Women Build homes themselves. So this year we'll we are building our 11th and 12th homes. Wow. Um, we have been building two homes a year for the last three years, including 2020, which was pretty oh. amazing considering that we yeah. were in a, the height of a pandemic at that point. And this is our ninth year. And so we love being able to participate, especially because we get to build with our homeowners. We get to walk with our homeowners as they achieve their dreams of home ownership. We especially love the days that we get to build with our homeowners, and um, you know, we I think most of the women participate consider it a gift to be able to to be part of this program. That's very wonderful. And now, Lakeisha, who is our homeowner this year, so welcome. We're glad to have you with us here on Asking Anything and at Mosher Consulting. How are you? Fine, and thank you for having me here. 
So, Lakeisha, talk to us about the process. Um, we've heard from Habitat about how that process goes, but how does that, how has that been for you? Um, with COVID, it was kind of rocky, but before COVID and as of now, everything is going fine. Everything is going great now that we're here, <laughs> this process. <laughs> so, but it was, a, it was a long journey before we got to this part, but as of now, we're on schedule. You're on schedule yes. for your dream home, and how has it been for your family? Like, as far as COVID for them, they the kids actually loved it because they didn't have to go to school. They had school at home. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as for me, it was a kind of a struggle because I have to still work because I work in the medical field, so that didn't stop none. We just had more pressure on us because we had to work more hours. So I had to find babysitters for the kids because the daycare is closed too. So it was, that was challenging, very challenging. And after that, I still had to come home and help the kids with schoolwork, so. How did the kids feel about the build? Oh, they excited. They was really excited. So they didn't know I was coming today to do the panel build. So when they see me with the clothes I have on now, they was just <laughs> like, mom, you're going to go work on the house. <laughs> so they was really excited. and. Then was kind of mad because they had to go to school and I was coming to go do something fun. Yeah, so my daughter texted me while we was out there building and was just like, smile and wave. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice almost any yeah, time. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. And so she was like, smile and wave, and I texted her back, was like, what do you mean by that? She was just like, any advice you give a person that's going somewhere that's around a lot of people, it's smile and wave. <laughs> well, Keisha shared with us when we had our Women Build kickoff a couple of weeks ago that they've never um, been able to decorate their home before. Mm -hmm. And so your your girls especially are really excited about some decorating. Yes. Yeah. Share just, that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so they want to paint like a, we they live in houses where we never really painted. Mm -hmm. The colors changed them. So they're real excited about painting and they have this imaginary, they want to do a unicorn wall with oh. pink and glitter in it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of excited, even though if it do go wrong, they stay room. They have to be the one to look at it. And <laughs> we can always paint over it. Sure. Figure out how to paint over it where glitter don't show through the paint. So <laughs> glitter, excited. glitter yes. is dangerous. Yes, I, yes, yeah. I agree. But having <laughs> girls, it's a lot of glitter that goes around. I have a girl, glitter migraine. Yes. <laughs> like the room that glitter goes in. Yes. Glitter doesn't know that that's the room it goes in. Glitter goes where glitter wants to go. Yes. One time I was making mashed potatoes and the kids was, they was making slime with glitter. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And it was at the dining room table. And I'm like, just take alcohol and clean the table off. It picks up the glitter. So they did that multiple times. And some way, somehow, the mashed potatoes, the glitter went from the dining room to the kitchen. Oh, no. Shiny potatoes. So I was looking, was like, it's something in the potatoes, and I kind of <laughs> scooped it, and it was glitter. <laughs> so I kind of just looked back at them was just like, did y'all dump glitter in here? And they was like, we have nothing to do with no glitter getting in. And I was like, you have glitter in the house? Y'all don't want to have glitter. And my daughter was just like, well, just throw it out and just start over again. So I was like, okay. And I did that. The second batch had glitter in again. So we, <laughs> we didn't have mashed potatoes that night at all. So I was just like, I'm done with it. Forget it. And then my daughter was like, well, it's fine. The macaroni don't have glitter in it. If it do, the cheese covered it up. So I was just like, okay, okay. I'm just leaving it at that. So. We're very glad that you're here today. That story about your daughters and the glitter, that's, that's, a, that's a 
very uh, whole story, but so what colors besides the rainbow are they looking forward to painting their walls? And um, so one of my son, he wants a green wall. Okay. The other one wants like a navy blue wall. My other daughter, she wants pink striped wall, but she wants different color pinks, but she wants a dark from the top and go down to a lighter pink. Oh. So with me, myself personally, I'm really not a big fan on so, but they they agreed to paint my wall purple. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. With stripes, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you have more experience in this than I do with the program. <laughs> but uh, with stripes, it is 90% taping, 10% painting. Oh yes, yeah. I have a, a good friend. He's going to be the one who does the painting and all of that. Nice. So he kind of was telling me. So he he talked to the kids before he talked to me. So he came over, we were supposed to have been having, talking about paint, but the kids bomb rushed him at the door. <laughs> so they was like, we want this color wall. Like we don't know nothing about like the, the quality of paint, but this is the color we want and this is how we want it to look. So when he came to me, like by the time he got to me, he was like, you know what, your kids got like, your wall, your house is going to be rainbow. So he was like, just get you a rainbow that's on the side of your house in the front. So when people walk in, they was already prepared for what they were going to see. <laughs> I was just like, okay. He was like, I just don't know what to tell you. He was like, rainbow. He was like, that's all I can tell you. He was like, and your, your girls want glitter. He was like, I've never seen no glitter paint. So he was like, how do they plan on doing that? <laughs> it exists. So, yeah. It exists. Yeah. So... Keisha, for those that might be listening who might be interested in applying like you did with Habitat, is there any advice that you'd like to give them? My advice to them was, would be to go for it. Like, when I first did it, I didn't think that I would, be, I would qualify because of, like, the walks of life. I'm, my family, I'm the first person to own their own house, so nobody ever gave me advice to do anything with it for us owning a house or anything like that. But for all the listeners go for it what's the worst that can happen tell you no but habitat wouldn't tell you no they would tell you all the things that you need to do to be approved to qualify and all of that so go for it so it's not a no it's a here's how to get to yes yes yeah that's great advice and we'd like to thank all of you for being with us today thank Thanks. you so much and good luck with your new home keisha and i mean we'd love to see it when it's completely uh, built I'm in the parking lot, you see. Well, thank you once yeah, again, everybody, you. for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Good luck with your home, Chef. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having us. We'd like to thank everyone who volunteered for this year's Habitat for Humanity Built. At Mosier Consulting, working for our community is a top priority for us. And it's a part of who we are as a company, and it's a huge piece of our culture as an organization. Ask You Anything will be back next week with another episode continuing to dive deeper with our resident experts and what they're currently working on. If you have an idea or a topic you'd like us to explore, please reach out to us through our social media channels. In the meantime, please remember to give us a rating and subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, so long everybody.